0: What do you think of God? What's your perception of him? That's perhaps the most important question you'll ever have to answer because your sense of who and what God is is going to condition everything else. It's certainly going to condition your disposition toward him, your approach to him, your expectation of him. <clears throat> it will change the way that you you pray, it will change the way that you worship. It will change the way that you deal with other people too because the chances are that you will be to them what you think God has been to you. You will reflect your perception, your conception of God in all your dealings both with him and with others. And so there's nothing more important than right views of God. Now we can uh, apprehend what God is. We can lay hold upon him truly, but we cannot fully comprehend all that God is. And it's important that we understand more and more of everything that God has revealed about himself. But in Psalm 119 and verse 68, David says something that must be a part and a central part of our sense of who God is. He says there, you are good and do good. Teach me your statutes is your conception of God of one who is good it is the beauty of his holiness shining out in his graciousness it is his merciful disposition toward others it is his heart of love toward those who are uh, in need of him and that's every single one of us those who depend upon him God is not harsh God is not reserved and distant, he is not cold and cruel, he is altogether good. Everything he is, is a reflection of his goodness, as his goodness is itself, uh, connected with and reflective of all else that he is in his uh, holiness, in his mercy, in his justice, in his purity. God's goodness is always a righteous goodness, it is always a tender goodness, He is good and therefore he does good. The doing good is a reflection of his being good. It is the outworking of that disposition. His strength, his wisdom, all of these now are also engaged in the demonstration of the gracious disposition of his heart towards others. And you and I need to understand that this is our God that this is his heart toward us. We cannot, we must not be suspicious of God. We cannot and should not be bitter or resentful toward him. Whatever may be our experience, we must be persuaded that it comes from the heart and from the hand of a God who is in all things utterly, entirely, purely and perfectly good. And when we're persuaded of that, the request that David makes naturally follows Teach me your statutes. Instruct me, O oh God. Set bounds around me. Show me the way that I should go. Hedge me in, in a path of righteousness. Teach me what I need to know from you in order that I may walk in your ways. Establish my obligations. Set bounds upon my path. Show me all that you desire and all that you require. Now, why would you ask that? It's because you know that God is good and he does good. You want to know what a good God requires and desires of you and for you. It's the the disposition then of a soul that is persuaded that whatever God says, whatever God requires, whatever God commands, whatever ordinances he establishes whatever boundaries he sets whatever path he directs is and must be a reflection of his own pure and infinite goodness that's the confidence then with which we come to him and that's the plea that should come from our hearts now if you don't yet believe that God is good you study him in the pages of the scriptures if you haven't yet come to him as a good God, see Him there, see Him preeminently in the person of His Son Jesus Christ, see His goodness shine forth, come to Him repentantly, believingly, and ask Him to teach you His statutes.